AJ and McCaw, drop the mic on talking to yourself. Ooh, Very creepy. useful tool I often find for solving Same. the world's biggest dilemmas. Uh, I don't solve the world's biggest dilemmas, but sure, let's go with that. Producer Butter's in on uh, the podcast with us. Yep. And special guest this week we have uh, from our sister station, The Fan, Mr. Ajay Salveson. Hello? Hello? <laughs> That's the way that I walk into rooms all the time. I walk into rooms and I just go, hello? That doesn't count as a conversation with yourself, though, because you're waiting to see if someone replies. And usually the no, answer is no. I usually do it when I know there's studios. nobody in the... <laughs> So that way, if we get a response, it's creepy. Now everybody does it. It's like the, oh, hope you find your dad thing, (laughs) which we got started, I guess, with initially our videographer, Denise, and then everybody was doing that one. I'm not doing that one. That one kind of phased out. Hello? Well, once you say it to someone who's adopted, it kind of kills it. Yeah. Yeah. Which I made the mistake of doing and not realizing. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like a jerk. (laughs) Turns into hope you find your back after producer butters had back surgery. Now I don't have to do that no more. No, uh, the talking to yourself thing is an interesting thing because do you know what they say? Uh, the first sign of uh, being a serial killer is you have conversations with yourself. Correct. So and as we know from this week's show, McCall thinks people that journal in extensive detail are sociopaths. I just think it's weird. I just think it's weird. So it's conversing with yourself weirder than keeping a detailed <laughs> journal. I think it. Well, I think that it, it goes hand in hand. I mean, obviously, you're conversing your, with yourself if you are keeping a journal because you are just portraying those words onto paper. I no, I often found it the other like when I wrote about that black book uh, post that I put right. on the VFX blog. I found it the other way. I thought the journal was a really helpful way to get things out of my head, so I wouldn't be constantly thinking about them. Now, I think that that it's. Um, I think journaling is helpful, but. I just think that, like, talking to yourself, it depends on how extensive the conversations are, obviously. Like if, <laughs> oh, they get extensive. If you're having full-blown <laughs> conversations, it's weird. Oh, so like, you're saying I'm insane. How yeah. dare you say that to us? You get blown out and just, like, <laughs> yelling at each other. And, uh, no, I mean, I I mean at yourself. I'll I mean, definitely I'll do that. Oh, I do that all the time. Please. That's, like, part of being in radio is is self-depreciation. Like, no, that's not how you spell that moron. Yep. What are you doing, you dumb head? Hey, you know, it's funny. Oh, I like to because Ashley's really big into the like the holistic medicine and stuff, right? right. So I've done the foot zoning thing before. Of course. And so one of cool. the tips they told me uh, when I left was uh, I need to be less difficult on myself. Less critical. Because when you insult yourself, it actually affects apparently your it does. spirit or whatever. Mm-hmm. It does. And I try to, but I just, I can't. I'm insulting me. I'm my toughest critic. I think you are. Is. Uh, it does a lot. <laughs> <laughs> energetically speaking oh back to the moon magic <laughs> here we go moon magic no it does a lot uh, to discuss things about yourself discuss like the the positive things you can see a a gigantic leap in your own self-esteem if you talk about how great you are or you write notes to yourself or you leave like i used ah. to have on on a uh, mirror i wrote in like dry erase marker you're beautiful so i would think more positively of myself thank you james blunt see and i think i would thank go you like again. uh shut up yeah see the <laughs> funny thing is you say that but then my brother calls me you know five times every day uh, correct all, each week and then three of the every five day calls not not with, each this week. is what i did and this is why i'm great and i gotta tell you i don't think it's a confidence boost i think he's kind of a jerk i feel like that turns into more of a uh if you're listening tyler sorry I think it turns okay. into more of an insecurity thing. That's where oh, that comes from. Shots fired. Yep. Sorry. But honestly, when it when it comes to uh, speaking to yourself, self-depreciation, that kind of thing, um, we joke about it a lot, but it really does affect you uh, as, as a person, your self-esteem, obviously, because the more and more and more you talk about it, the more and more it actually makes you feel worse about yourself. Anyway. But when you talk yourself up, yeah. when you're talking to yourself, does it actually really affect you in a positive way? Yeah. Because I feel like I can't take myself serious when I'm like, man, Aja, you are so good at what you do. Well, it depends <laughs> on how serious. Best. Right okay, now. but are you That's, serious? Because yeah, no, that no, was sarcasm. No, 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 like, really. that sounded I, like I very sarcastic. I, I'm in the same boat walk, as him. I'll, I'll walk out of a show that I've done. Yeah. And then I'll be like, that was a really great interview. Right. You know, I think that a lot of it, like with that, it, it comes to a point where you only take yourself so seriously because then once you have somebody else, if someone else were to send you a message, it'd be like, hey, I listened to your show. I thought it was great. Like immediately after you were that. to be thinking that, you back yourself up. And then I think that becomes more solidified in your mind because once you start thinking, oh, yeah, I'm doing great, then you start recalculating the things that you had done. And then it's like, oh, 
See, Wait, I messed up this, 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 and you, then you make it like tear it down. You have one of the best morning shows I, I oh, ever hear. Oh, thank you! So much. Oh, that's so nice. Uh, but when you guys hear compliments about your show, I mean, does it make you feel uncomfortable at all? See, yes. it's funny. <laughs> it's funny you you said the the, the validation <laughs> when someone else says it because uh, to me, I I'm so critical on myself. It, I almost brush them off. I do too. Like so, people will be complimentary. And I'll be like, and I'm super critical of our show. Like Ashley asked too. me most days how I thought the show was, and my answer was like, it was, it was all right. <laughs> right. It was okay. But then she'd be like, I found this part hilarious, and I was like, hey, I thought it was okay. But so I see it the other way. But the the funny thing is, like, I, we had Baby Animal Days last weekend, right? And I went out. I took Ashley out to it, and someone actually recognized me, and I had a conversation with them. And um, we put a post up on our social media, and someone commented and said, did you get recognized? And I said, yes. A couple people said hi, but we've also encountered this thing where people will say at a later date, we saw you, but we didn't know what to say, so we didn't say anything. Right. And so I I was telling the same thing, and it's true. I think the way that you – one of the ways that McCall and I are successful in radio, and I think it's one of the reasons people like listening to us, is we just kind of converse with each other. And that's how it goes. Like, we don't really picture anybody else listening. We're right. just talking about it. You know, and and to add to that, that was one of the things that we learned at, like, the very first morning show boot camp that we went right. to. That was the conference that we went to. It was something that was really uh, helpful for us because they said, don't think anyone's listening to your show because then you won't be disappointed. That's a oh, true like, point. That's, very that's a great so, point. So as soon as, really you just, as soon as you start having a conversation and you just turn it into you and your co-host having a conversation, it's an A-B conversation that people want to be peering in on. People want to be... That's so they don't get sued. Also so we <laughs> don't your get show sucks. sued. <laughs> no, but I think it's like... Because your butter's they, they always throwing that, shots at you guys. Yeah, it's I fine. I didn't say your guys' Nick and Amy sucks. were better. They, they were. <laughs> the <show laughs> Another inside joke. DJ Jeffrey B left VFX. Oh! Oh, shots fired. They should be. Terrible person. Um... So to answer your question, though, yes, but at the same time, it, it never gets any less satisfying. And I don't mean to like sound like a humble brag because like each time it's, it hasn't got to the point where people are like, your show is great if they happen to say that. And we're like, well, duh. Each time is just as satisfying <laughs> as the first time because I think with radio, with the way it changes day in and day out, one good show doesn't mean the next show is going to be good. No, like, everything changes. Terrible. And it's it's yeah. crazy. Um, <laughs> it's crazy because your personality changes from day to day, obviously. And it's something that, that's been really hard Days McCall to... doesn't have enough coffee. Ah, uh, yeah. Like this morning, first couple of Some... hours, it was really hard for me. Um, sometimes McCall's freaking out. Sometimes I am having a breakdown. I'm manically laughing and crying and... her eyes out. <laughs> still the most confusing day I've ever had. And AJ's like... How are we supposed to deal with this? Give you a hug. And I feel like on the days that I am like struggling so bad, like I literally told AJ this morning because we had something happen at the very beginning of the show before the show even started that threw my mojo off, like came in right as the show was starting and it took me maybe an hour to get the mojo back because it's really hard differentiating between your work life, your personal life, where those two mesh together because radio, especially right now, is so authentic and genuine. 100% it's it's so hard to figure out where the line is and so sometimes when it's a work issue but it's also a personal issue and the work issue and the personal issue combine it it becomes ridiculous so this morning it took me like an hour and a half to get back in the mojo but I literally told AJ I need to go out and meditate or something because I can't focus I was gonna ask you when you're in that kind of situation do you just like take yourself outside Sometimes. Talk yourself and just, you know, yeah. you're the whole way through it until you know that you're ready to go back and do it. Uh, yeah, there have been mornings that I have gone like into the kitchen because nobody <laughs> was here and I will just like sit there and I will just like. <sighs> I take okay. it the bathroom is another place. Me? Yeah. No, Apparently I don't like he heard you crying in the bathroom. I think it's what he's insinuating. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying like maybe there's oh, too many people upset. that are uh, And sometimes, the- yeah, sometimes I'll go into the bathroom and just like stand in there for a minute and just like breathe. But it's like those are those are like necessary things to do sometimes uh, to be able to capture what we want. I guess to communicate on on air. Yeah, it's, it's funny because I feel like my internal monologue is not that. My internal monologue doesn't pump me up. My internal monologue is there to keep me grounded. 
So yeah. like, if I'm feeling, they're like, "No, nah, this was stupid." You're, what are you talking about? Like, I don't know if it's a, neg- I guess it's a negative perception, but I feel like my internal monologue is much more supposed is my grounded voice. It's right. my reasonable voice. Mine is, I don't know what mine is. Mine is like, you need to focus. <laughs> mine is all over the place. It's okay? like, what are you doing? Yeah, mine's like, <laughs> hello. Well, mine is like, where are like, you? That was dumb. You should have done this. Like, like why did you do that today? Like. Why did you do that? <laughs> See, and I'll do that too. I feel like a lot of my internal stuff is is like that. I've spent a lot of time over. The the past I don't know year and a half especially since like we got paired together spending time to more so understand myself to be able to know how to almost build a character for the days that I'm not on it if that makes sense like hi. building building Wells Fargo hi. yeah how are you? That's my favorite one. Oh my gosh, how are you? But it, I, I create almost this like character for, okay, this is how McCall would react. If I'm in a bad day, if I'm on a funk, if I have a weird vibe going on, I try to create this monologue and or this, this, this character. And AJ can tell you one of the hardest days that I've had while we were on air, I came in, I told AJ, hey, I'm not on my game this morning. Basically, you're going to have to like help me to figure out what I'm doing. And then from that moment forward in my own mind was a lot of like breathing, a lot of, okay, get into this character, create it. And I think that show turned out really well, actually, Hmm. but it was a lot of internal speaking to myself to be like, okay, create, get into character and do it from there. I think it's what makes some actors great. I mean, you look at Heath Ledger playing the Joker was one of the greatest performances we'll ever see in our life. Because when we heard about the announcement, we all thought, that show is going to be absolute crap, and it's going to be because of him. Yeah. We all walked out of the theater and thought, oh, oh my, my gosh. Yeah. yeah. And, and I think it's because he did. He sat in a hotel room by himself in the dark and would just bring out a character yep. until he knew that he had exactly what he wanted, yep. that he knew he'd be comfortable with. Yep. Um, and it can bring, and, it, and like you said, I mean, you did it for yourself, and it brought out this great show. Right. And I think that can be the case for it. But I also do, I think it depends on the environment or the show itself. Right. I mean, I do a sports radio show and I, you can't really create a character. Right. You have to be you and you have to be able to bring out just whatever it's, it's raw, unabridged, unedited. Right. You know, and I, I, I think it works. Right. But at the same time, I think a character would probably, I don't know, it just brings out a different flavor too. No, and I understand that. I think that a lot of it, um, this was actually something that, that was taught to me by a really good really good friend. I would consider him a mentor, honestly. Um, good guy. Super good guy. He is. And um, he told me that on the days that he's off, that's what he does. He creates this. It's not necessarily a character character. It's, it's not like, it's not, like. It's a character. It's a character. It's a character. Like trait. <laughs> a caricature. Yeah, caricature. So, so it's, it's like, still you, but it's this is you. Yeah. And so you exaggerate who you are, but you know exactly Anemone. how. Okay, so McCall would respond this way if AJ were to say dogs are dumb. Dogs she would are respond stupid. like this. What? And it would be something like, I'm sorry, what did you just I'm say to me? And it five percent when I go out to eat tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not friends anymore. Like they're 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 distinctive. You try to set her off to a ten or a fifteen? Right. Oh, that's a twenty. It's oh. it's it, it's distinctive <laughs> traits that you know how they would react way. every single time. Or how you would react on a on a quote unquote good day or a quote unquote like perfect show how you would respond to certain certain aspects and so it's it becomes a mindset almost that you have to like pick yourself up and put yourself in yeah it's interesting it's I think, it's I way think an interesting internal monologue has become more and more important to me um the more McCall and I have worked together because like I think McCall and I've talked about this and one of the things we we continue I think year in and year out as we've been partnered together now over two years or soon to be two years, Yeah, um, is the, the chemistry we have, which I think has to do with, you know, anticipation, being able to read oh, yeah. and and understand the other person so you can kind of ESP your way to where the conversation is going to go. But I think at the same time, one of the things we talked about is um, more planning and more understanding. And so I think an internal monologue has become more and more important so that we yeah. can fast track the whole process with communicating with each other. I think McCall gave a great example of the importance of an internal monologue on days where you're just whatever something's bothering you something throws you off because it's your job it is. Yeah. Like, but I think an internal monologue is also important to be able to communicate effectively you know okay so I think McCall's gonna say this how would I react to that oh I think that would be funny hey we should try this <laughs> see my problem my problem with that else. is I overthink that 
Right. It goes I do too. way yeah, worse see, I think than what it actually that's what actually That's happens. the line that McCall and I have to figure out because I think that I think part of it too is it going actually way back to the point Audrey brought up is we got a lot of um, compliments about it, but McCall and I think early on kind of flew off the cuff because at the beginning neither of us had a co-host and so I had kind of laid out how I wanted to do the show by myself for the first five months or whatever that was on VFX and so now I have a co-host and we're kind of figuring it out and so like as opposed to planning things because we didn't really know dough we're just just gonna gonna sift through it and figure it out and so that people were super complimentary like oh we're best when we're flying off the cuff and I think to a certain extent some of our better moments even still are something that like somebody says something and we spawn it turns into an argument or a whole conversation but um I'm with you on that. I think that, you know, they always say that there's different ways that on-air personalities specifically find effectiveness. Some people say they have to write their whole breaks out. Kyle C. is a big one. Our night guy is big about that. He likes to lay it all out so he knows what he's saying and figure out what's words he can cut and what's words that are, you know, be word efficient. Um, But I'm with you. I feel like genuineness is super important. So I feel like if I plan or script too much, I it's lose so it. It's so hard. See, I bullet point. Yeah, I do too. And I, I go through, I, I go through and I find my bullet points, but usually like when I do certain breaks, um, I'll look at, look at things and usually I will cut the break a couple of times, quote unquote, in my head before I even go into the break. Okay. How would this lay out? Okay, wait, let's do this instead. It's like this, it's like storyboarding, kind of. Only, I don't, I don't in know. It's, head? it's, it's improv storyboarding, is yeah. what it is, My and it's crazy because it, it, it goes so quickly and I think that's something honestly I would love love to take like an improv class to be able to improve my my wit yeah. and the quickness of it because sometimes it's like crap I should have said this. Is that is that something you do, LJ? Is like when you're on air, is it something that you like? Do you guys like plan out everything that you no, guys are going to talk about, or you just really kind of just? Well, wing I mean, it? we have a pretty good idea. We have a just, uh, right? Uh, you know, the gist of what we want to put out. But when we get on air, it's all raw. I mean, it really is. It's completely raw. In fact, uh, a week ago we were talking about the whole, uh, the, like, the racism factor within sports itself. Right. And for me, on a personal level, I've been dealing with racism, right? For my hell, my whole life, almost. right? Right. Right. And so, and so, like, when you, and so you bring out this topic. And then I open up myself to the public. Absolutely. In this in this way, and that's when like, and so and then that's when it really makes me uncomfortable because then I'll walk out of the studio and I'll be in my car, I'll be driving home, and I'll be talking to myself the whole entire way home of everything I said, and I'll sit there and I'll dissect every phrase. Right. Be just to just to make myself feel better about the whole entire topic, about opening myself up. See, and if I, that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think that was something, like when I first started doing radio, and I, I I did radio, I mean, it's been five years now, but I really considered the last like year and a half to be my actually doing the radio. The official radio. The official experience <laughs> with radio, because I didn't understand all of the things that went into it. Now, after breaks, you can ask AJ. There was one day I literally just broke down, and AJ's like, are you okay? <laughs> and I was like, I'm fine. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not good at this. Oh, I don't yeah. know how yeah, I'm yeah. doing this. Yeah. This is crazy. And I feel like I suck. And he was just like, it'll come. It's fine. But I think you picking apart each and every aspect of, of the breaks is something that is, it should be happening. <clears throat> it's something that needs to be happening. The discussion of how to improve yourself needs to be happening. Because if you're not improving, you're just getting stagnant and everyone else around you is getting but better. At the same time, yeah. you can be, I mean, I don't mean to speak on behalf of you, but you can almost sit there and say it has built the chemistry and the, Absolutely. the business relationship of it between you and AJ right. incredibly well. Right. And, and I can say, I mean, for me and Eric, that's been the yeah. same for us. Like we, He's been able to be a little bit more raw a little bit more outgoing with his personality. Yep. Well, and that's something that's changed what? so he much. Does, he just doesn't seem like he has much of a personality. No, it like... was really, I'll be honest, it was still. And then I came in and, I mean, I'm this outgoing guy, right? Yeah, right. And uh, it was almost like the Stuart Scott going into Sports Center when he first started. Same thing with me. I'm this outgoing guy. I want to bring out a different flavor to it. Right. And Eric had to make an adjustment. From all the other hosts he had, I was totally <laughs> and completely different right. in every shape and form. <laughs> right. I well, think that that's I think honest, makes sense. Really. No, no, I, it I does. agree. With you. I think that continues to happen because, like, uh, we'll go out on meetings and stuff. It happens all the time, and and we'll have conversations. Um, and McCall will do all the talking. I do and that. The thing I hear all the time is I don't understand why. 
uh, how this works. AJ, you talk so much on air, but you don't talk so much in meetings. And I said, well, it's different. I'm Mike one in the studio, so I get to determine what we do. But I said, McCall's the people person. I don't have a problem talking to people, but McCall's just eager to just start the conversation. Yeah. And I'm not going to repeat everything. <laughs> right. I'm the type of person I'm not going to just, I'm not going to say the same things over. So McCall gets to the point. I'm like, that's AJ would just be like, yeah, that. Yeah. That. Yeah. So, uh-huh. Yeah. What, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let that. me ask you guys something. Yeah. With on this podcast here, now you add in producer Butters. Right. Right. Does that change anything for you guys in, I guess, how would you say it? I guess in putting together a show. I mean, because your chemistry is still there, but then right. in the third person. Right. Does that make it any different? Uh, I think we spend a lot of time together outside yeah, of yeah, outside of being yeah. on air on a microphone and so i think we've kind of figured out the balance but at the same time i think that there are still times because obviously we're not on mic all the time i don't, I don't think so because i don't think there's really any egos in it either so like if oh, no. Butters has a whole point he wants to make yes and i don't think he has an ego either so like if we're just going to run with the podcast like i think yeah. a big chunk of this podcast is just calling so how long did it take you producer butters to be like yeah i can fit into this and what they're doing I felt com- I felt comfortable from the beginning from when we started media. doing this. Okay. I I had an I had an issue with it when we first got paired together um, because so it it was me so f- from January of 2017 to to June 1st of 2017 it was just me it was AJ yeah. with AJ on VFX and so it was my first morning show and then when Call got hired. Um, I had a problem with it. Uh, I didn't have a problem. I had a struggle with it initially because I also want to shine because <laughs> it was originally my morning show. Now I'm splitting the morning show. But then right. I went to boot camp and I talked to a person who hosts a like nine people morning show, which is nuts. And I talked to him about it and yeah. he said, as host, your job isn't to fight for time. Your job is to set up the people you have, know where they're best at, set them up and let them go because you could deliver good radio and then yep. find your moments when you can find them. And so that was really what changed it for me. And then McCall makes it easy because McCall befriends literally everyone. Correct. So yeah. when you do something on your own, if you're solo that day, is it hard because you've been working with somebody for so long? Oh, absolutely. I say definitely. I it's terrible. Being solo. See, and I, think, and I think that they've gotten better I even hate though, it, though even though okay so so they've gotten better with each other but I think it's also improved their their individual oh, I'd agree with that because I think like you went this solo week, this week yeah right. this week I McCall was and sick it wasn't one bad week, like, and, no, I, it was really and good. I actually thought I had a pretty good show good. and I, I agree with you completely because I think um, it, is it more difficult yes because I don't have half of my show here that right. I can lean on for stories yes. or ideas on the other end I also know how the show's supposed to go so I, I seamlessly try to pick things to flow from thing to thing so I, I agree completely with what yeah. Producer Butter said now I was just thinking about this uh, probably yesterday I was driving home and as I was thinking I was just like you know I can't believe where I've come in the last year and a half right. and as arrogant as cocky as that sounds like how dare, how you? dare you but i was i was talking i remember at my very first radio job i was talking with my boss and i said something to my boss about the fact that my on-air personality was developing because my actual personality was developing because yeah. i got the job when i was Absolutely. like 20 19 right, 20 right. somewhere in there and so i was still kind of developing and figuring out who i am what i like and it's like it, it started to develop and I think even like flashing forward year and a half where we're at now, I can't believe how much like my personality has developed because of the engagement that I have every morning, like with AJ, like my personality, my wit has developed it's so much. It's crazy how, how fast things, things come, but it's, it's crazy because there are random people that'll come up to us and be like, Hey, and just have these conversations. Like I was having a conversation with a girl at the gym the other day that she just like started talking with me like I'm her best friend. And it's something that's yeah. that's really cool because it's like I don't realize that my personality comes out that much on air. Like I just oh, don't yeah. I yeah. just don't realize it. Well, see, the the other thing too is it's, it's like they probably know more about you than you realize you know about them exactly so it's scary, so it's like, and then they come up right that stuff scares me it was so funny I'm because i'm terrified that i annoy like i, I know I, I was ter- like i went out for usu played in uh, the brackets right so right. it was a friday night i went to a pizza place 
And I, my buddy was in town, and I went out with Ashley and my buddy. And this lady came up to me and started having a conversation. <clears throat> and I always feel like, and I, it's because I think McCall is just so warm from the get go. And I'm generally not. No, nope. because yeah. I still kind of assume most people don't know who I am, or they're not going to say anything. Because over time now, nobody usually says anything initially. I'll find out later that they do. Very, it's more the the rarity that they'll come say hi. And so I was talking to her, but I'm also in the middle of the seat, and I'm not trying to rush, but I always feel like I come across as, like, leave me alone, I'm doing something. Right. When I'm really not, I just think McCall's so warm, and I'm much more aloof about it that I just come across as more of a <laughs> well, jerk. Well, I think you're, like, you're in the zone, and right. you, like, you He's don't like, hear what? things, because you do okay, it all cool. the time here. Right. No, so. I, I, I feel like with mine, <laughs> I, I feel like I bore everybody. Like, I'll go out, and I'll be in public. Like, this girl that came up and talked with me at the gym, super nice. Again, she's just, like, talking with me, and she's like, I'm sorry, this is probably really weird, because you don't know who I am. I listen to your show every morning. I love you. Correct. Blah, blah. And I was all like, that is so nice. Things. I'm so... Glad that you listen. And so then I continue to have a conversation with her. And I'm like, I'm sure I'm boring her to death. Like, I'm sure she does not give <laughs> two craps about what I'm doing right now. So I, then I'm just like, yeah, okay, cool. I'm going to go out here and I'm going to embarrass myself because I feel stupid. Like, I literally, well, that's that's my depreciation talking. Like, that's something that I absolutely hate. Like, I hate being in public situations because I talk and then I'm like, Great, I annoyed everybody. Everybody hates you now, McCall. Don't make friends but, with anybody. Like and then I walk away and go home. <laughs> so you're slightly celebrity status. So but I'm not. Well, but, so they're no, like no, looking up think, to you. That, and again, that's part of the modest part, right? Yeah. I mean, but it's so you, weird. I remember doing a Bear River game against Mountain Crest. We're at Bear River. Yeah. Some guy comes up to AJ and asks for his autograph. <laughs> and yeah. AJ, I mean, being as polite as possible, signs the autograph while calling play-by-play, play, which, by the way, was <laughs> really impressive. True. And I was sitting there. I was AJ's like, like thanks. Oh, no, <laughs> and I asked myself, like, I mean, I, I had lunch with a guy who was, you know, part of the Utah Jazz TV broadcast for years. Right. And he said something really interesting. He said, when people come up to me and say hi, which I, like, I think six or seven people during like, the span of a 45-minute lunch right. came up to him, asked him for an autograph, a picture, whatever. And I said, does it ever bother you? And he said, no, because here's why. Because they're complimenting me. If they come up and want to talk yeah. jazz basketball, that is a compliment because they feel like I'm someone that they can approach. Yeah. And mm -hmm. if you turn into this, this, you know what? Shut up. Leave me alone. I'm on my own. They're I, not going to like you yeah, anymore. They're not, and then they're, I mean, that's and that's they're going to be their one reference or one impression. No, I hear it. Yeah. No, and it's so funny to talk to him. Is 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 something I think is I, many celebrities need. I to totally do. agree with you. So. uh the the whole the podcast is on talking to ourselves and there's a couple of scenarios that we're still <laughs> going to get to, but uh, one of the things that I feel like um, McCall and I's chemistry is done is also to a certain degree made at least I'm going to speak for McCall on this because it's a, a, not a compliment but it's made oh, me okay. <laughs> thank you it's made me it's not so I'm not going to speak for your behalf I'm going to say it's made me lazy and that's why planning has become more of a goal but it's also become more of a challenge because because for the most part. McCall and I can interact in such a way that I don't really have to lay out too much of it. Here's yeah. the topic. Let's go. We'll bounce back and forth. Same. Um, <laughs> this, at the same, because McCall and I really, and it weirded people out, I think, for the longest time, and I think it's still to us to a certain extent, and we've kind of become a little bit more of our own entities now. But at the beginning, McCall and I got together and agreed, like, our goal is that this show's called AJ and McCall, so everywhere that VFX goes, that one of us goes, it's always going to be AJ and McCall. So another thing I feel like has made me lazy is that McCall's our people person. We had a meeting the other day and I had all the same things to say McCall has but McCall started it and she said mm -hmm. all the things and I added a thing here too but she's laid it all out and so I feel like when I meet people one to go back to what McCall's story I feel like since they already listened to me they don't want to hear me talk more so I, I try agree. to be engaging with them which I don't think no, is what they, they're looking for I disagree with that I really do I disagree I mean just because like, if they come up, they want to hear from you. I mean, if they didn't want to hear from you, they'd be like, you know what? I don't want to talk to that guy. I don't want to hear what he has to say. He <laughs> care less about his opinion because it doesn't matter to me. I think that's part of the humility, though, because, like, you talk about the celebrity status. And to a certain extent, there there's times that I'll play it up. Like, one of our inside jokes is when we get upset with someone and we go to play, like, a service or something. Uh, like, do, do they you, know who I am? I'm sorry. Do you know who I am? <laughs> we don't actually think I of would never that say that in real no, life. No. I'll say it to Ever. my family. I'll say it to my family. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, <laughs> I'll say it to Dustin. Dustin likes to walk around and he likes to say, because there was once upon a time I happened to go to like taco time and the guy was like, what kind of music do you like to listen to? And I was like, oh, I kind of listen to everything. I was like, I'm actually a DJ at a 
a radio station. I'm actually on VFX, whatever. Right. And we left, and Dustin will not let me live the moment down because everywhere we go, he's like, "Hi, I'm a call, and I'm a DJ at a radio station." <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> See, and it's so funny. My favorite, my true. favorite is I'll get Ashley and I into things like we'll get tickets to stuff or whatever, and I'll give her the tickets. I'll be like, you know, it's pretty awesome being with a big shot like me. You get to go to do all this. That's my favorite one to do. <laughs> That's so, a good um, one too. No, but I think it, it's part of it is the humility. And and then part of it I think is is a little bit the lazy a little bit of laziness because McCall I think has always been a better people person than me Thank but you. because we do so much stuff together and we've kind of worked out this is how we do it and it works I'm just so used to already having a mouthpiece for the both of us and so when I meet people by myself I'm kind of more back to my awkward a little yeah. bit more introverted person and so I just feel like I you kinda, see you kind of do that on the podcast too because the, everything's kind of switched. Uh, I run the the board and everything, and and AJ and McCall are sitting right next to each other. Right. So it seems like McCall kind of takes over more of the podcasting part. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> so the let me ask you, because producer butters, I mean, you guys do like the lunch with friends thing, right? Yeah, lunch and with you yes. join them. Yes. Do you like being in kind of like the background where everyone's like? Hey, by the way, you know, it's AJ McCall and then producer Butters. Well, see, l- or is it opposite when you go out? Lunch with Listers is another prime example. Well, s- this la- I barely talk at those things anymore. It's always yeah, McCall. That's McCall. Sorry. But, but, well, here's, I mean, here's what's nice. You, are, you, are you one that's what's, like, I don't want the spotlight? Well, see, I'm, I'm like kind of a character on their show, though. Oh, absolutely. Because they are. talk about me all the time. Oh, and so, so every time we go out there, it's like, oh, you're producer Butters. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Oh, you're producer Butters. Oh, okay, cool. But would you rather, I mean... And when they and then when they spark a conversation with you, are you like pulling back and like, nah, let's just it's it's AJ McCall. That's all that matters. No, I kind of I kind of I pitch in a little bit and kind of make fun of these guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad our salesperson that goes with us is a little bit of a chatter or two. Yeah, he's, I, I, just, I have such a issue a starting conversation. So, Once the conversation's going, I'm into it. But going back to what yeah. you were saying, um, I, I mow lawns with a guy, and every time we'll, he'll see someone or he'll be chatting with somebody, he'll be right there. He'll be like, oh, this is R.J. Salveson, host of the Full Court Press and 106.9 The Fan. Shut it, up. It I, makes I, you I, feel I weird, doesn't it? it? I, oh, I like so it. awkward. He'll be like, oh, you're R.J. Yeah, hey, I was listening to your show. I totally disagree. I think you suck or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> of course, yeah. I mean, and it, which is fine. No, but no just, I get the it, same thing. AJ, you're wrong. I, 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 I just want to be R.J. Like when I go out to dinner with my right. wife. Oh, right. And someone will be like, you know, oh, are you R.J. Salveson? I'll be like, just. I'm AJ. Like that's I'm right. AJ. So on that, um, just to spark another conversation with that, I actually went out to dinner the other night, and the people that I was with, they introduced me, and they said, you know, this is McCall of AJ and McCall on VFX. You know, the morning show, and it's like I like that, but at the same time, I'm also like. I just want to have dinner. Like, I just want to have dinner. And again, I am by no means celebrity status. I would not say that at all. But then again, it's like, no. Then again, it's like, I go out to lunch and it's like the people that I was going out to lunch with the other day, it was like everybody that came in. It was like, do you listen to the radio? No. Well, do you listen to VFX? No. Well, wouldn't the answer to the first question preclude needing to answer the second question? I know, but just hang with me. This happened. And they were like, no, I don't. And then it was like, oh, well, this is McCall from the radio station. Then she's like, oh, well, we don't really listen to the radio, which I was like, okay, that's fine. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Please stop introducing me to literally everybody and their dog. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They just want fan, fan boy, fan girl status on you. See, the funny thing is, like, I, I think McCall, uh, I, I joked about it when I got my hair cut. Is somebody asked me why I wanted to get it cut, and they they asked me if I get recognized all the time, and I said honestly, when for me when I have the weird hair colors, I feel like people recognize because I wear the same stuff: jeans, hoodie, beanie. Usually my outfit like ninety five percent of the time. Yeah. But McCall, I think, is much more vibrant with her stuff, so people recognize her, and McCall does more things or whatever. She's out and about in the town more. I'm I'm more of a homebody. Right. Uh, but I feel like the people that get it the worst are people I associate with. Like I feel like Ashley hears about me being on the radio way more than yeah. I hear about me being on the radio. Do you, let me ask you, and for both of you, are you more protective? Like when you're out with Ashley, are you more protective of her when you're out in public because people know who you are? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. Because <laughs> I'm really protective of my wife. Like I mean, when people are like, oh yeah, you're object. Well, who's your wife? I'm like. You don't need to know. That's none of your uh, business. No. Because I talk about her so much on the show. Right. And I, I, I integrate yeah. I integrate Dustin into it a lot, too. Like, there was once <laughs> I went to a gas station, and I went into the gas station, and Dustin came in with me, and we went to go get, like, a water or something on our way to an event. And 
went in and the lady's like, oh, is this the guy that you're always talking to, talking about on the radio? Oh, it's nice to meet you, blah, blah. We get in the car and Dustin's like, I'm never going anywhere with you ever again. Yeah, yeah, see, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it bothers Ashley's much because like I said, um, she works with, with special needs adults and so like they drive buses and stuff, so they listen to the radio and they listen to our show and like um, her sister goes to school at USU and so she has friends and so like, like I said, I feel like they hear way more about me than I do. Like, yeah, I, there's, she has so point. many stories of someone saying like, Oh, how are things? We're catching up. Oh, are right. you single? No, dating AJ. Oh, who's AJ? Oh, he's on VMA. Oh, you're dating that guy. Oh, he's great. And I'm like, that's great, but they never say it to me. They always tell it to everybody else. Yeah, yeah. No, I um, <laughs> I, I just, I, I mean, people will be like, oh, so yeah, you don't tell about your wife or whatever. I'll be like, no, you don't need to know. It's none of your. And I'm, I think, so, I'm, I'm so protective of where I'm right. like, well, if you I want think... to talk to me about me or whatever our show. Fine, by all means. Well, I think, I think that makes sense because yeah. is she integrated on the show? Like, you don't really integrate her into I try the show. Not to. Right. And would, so that's, that's the difference yeah. because, like, Dustin has become kind of a character on the show. And same thing with Ashley. Like, yeah. they've both become characters. And it's like, Dustin did this or Ashley did this. Like, it, it's it's become like more of an integration onto the show, if and, that makes and sense. And they handle it okay, though. But they're like, yeah, you know, it's. I think Dustin whatever. hates it way Dustin more than Dustin hates Ashley it. Does, oh, gosh. Really. She hates it. But it doesn't bother Ashley, huh? I don't think so. I, I don't think it. Uh, she's a very outgoing person, so I don't think it bothered. Even if a stranger had said hi, I think she would have a conversation. Like we got, we sold uh, something on on one of the classified ads the other day, and she had a whole conversation with the people selling it. I was just like, just please take that, just take the TV and go. take it and go. Just, just, just take the TV and go. Um, no, but that was a prime example of what I was just talking about, right? I was going to say the exact same thing McCall did, but she beat me to the punch, so there was nothing more to add. Ha-ha. See? Okay, so to t- back to talking stuff. We talked to dialogue yeah. in a lot of different ways about how it helps us in our careers. But we haven't even talked about, I think, the way that a lot of people use internal conversation or out- even out loud conversation, which is when you're preparing for either a disagreement or a negative comment and you kind of work out how the whole conversation is going to go. And then it doesn't go that way. Yeah, normally that's the case. Or you accidentally tell your internal thought to outside. Yeah, I don't do that. Have I you don't done either. That co- uh, I've done Mr. that before. Yes, I've done that before. Like, uh, no, my favorite is we'll say something on air because I think as McCall and I've been together longer and longer, we we kind of find areas where we can push certain boundaries or whatever. So we'll say something or write a comment or something, and then I'll just I, it's always the same snarky tone. I'll say something like "Well, AJ," then I'll say this, but it never happens. Well, and I do it. I do it too. Like yesterday, I was talking about what was it that we were talking about? Tipping. Tipping, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I said something like, well, McCall, it's a case-by-case scenario. I freaking know, okay? Like, we're <laughs> going forward. Voices and making then out of the show every once It well. was like living living at home <laughs> with your parents. That was another one we discussed. <laughs> living at home with your parents was more so the one that I was thinking of. Um, but it was like, oh, yeah, we live at home with our parents. When's the time that you need to move out? Well, McCall, you never know everybody's situation. You never know when somebody's going <laughs> to, when they need to move <laughs> home because you never know about their kids. That's that. the age. <laughs> right. And then, and then I respond. What's going off? Well, that's what happens. Like, I, I say it because I know that we're going to get a phone call. And that's what I said. I said, I know we're going to get a phone call that's going to be like, McCall, how dare you be bashing on people who are living at home because they just lost their job. Okay. We're not talking about you. <laughs> well, we actually, I mean, if you if you want to be 100% honest, our debate beta date on uh, Wednesday was basically this because it was the unnecessary comments because since we you know anybody who's on the internet runs into negative comments but since we're on social media for our radio page you run into those jerks all the time oh my who, gosh. I don't care it this doesn't matter it so doesn't. we did a whole topic on it because like why do you need to post that I don't listen to the radio. Yeah, yeah, okay, like, like that's do? fine. Oh, where do you work? No, I don't care. I'm not going to go there. The only like, time I really ever talk to myself is when I'm like getting ready to do an interview <laughs> and I'll like go through the questions through oh. my head. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'll do it all but, the then, time. Like, I mean, but they'll answer it totally different from what I expected and I'll be like, oh, no. I do it sometimes in the shower. Like, I just get lost in thought. And then I realized, oh crap, it's been like 30 minutes. I'm like, oh, I got to get going. So producer Butters, <laughs> That's why he's late some morning. So producer Butters, when you're working on, because you do a lot of board work and, you know, with Adobe Edition, all the whole thing. Yeah. Do you ever talk to yourself when you're editing and creating stuff? Oh, I talk to I myself all the time. I do all the time. Ex- yeah. On my desk up front, you can ask. Oh, yeah. So much. Like, I'll come up there and I'll be like, hey, <laughs> <I'm>, hello. <laughs> he's just like, oh. Hi, sorry, I didn't know you were there. <laughs> Bruh, take off your headphones. He's calling his computer. Especially all when I get mad. I was gonna say that's when the that's oh, when we've the, got, we've the got not plenty so of, nice words. We've got out. plenty of audio 
for record of oh, that. Yeah. Uh, That's hilarious. Brothers? Oh One yeah. Of my favorite oh, pre-podcast was where him getting. This? We'll have to show it to you later. Yeah. It's yes. inappropriate for podcasting. <laughs> well, I would like a copy. I when you're older, we'll play it for you. Oh heck we'll, yeah. We'll show you when you get older. It's fine. <laughs> My favorite. So no, I, it's to say I agree. You talk talk to yourself. You're like, oh, this is a good idea. Oh, that was stupid. Don't know to do that. No, that's yeah. better. My favorite is when we fill in the conversations for each other because we'll have conversation. <laughs> or I'm deaf and I won't hear anything. Or McCall's yeah, distracted. we do that a lot. McCall's Thanks, McCall. <laughs> that's my favorite. Oh, uh, we did a video one day, and producer brothers. Was, that that's a good one. Uh, producer brothers was running sound for us, so I we we were loud up right. So we had the little oh, yeah. mics. We were far collar. away from each other. I was, and so I walked away. I was. Okay. <laughs> producer brothers has so he can hear us. Nobody else can hear what yeah, we're saying. Yeah. And I walk away. They're like, "Oh, McCall, what do you want to podcast about?" I don't know. I just love dogs and makeup and Dustin. <laughs> So it's been this running joke oh. since it's been like a year. Everybody's just standing there oh, no. dying laughing yeah. about it. Everybody's looking at me up front. They're like, what are you laughing and at? I I'm said, like, these guys are funny. And I said, what did he just say about me? And producer brother is like, nothing. Just, just keep doing what you're doing. It was funny. Okay, so producer brothers, when you're listening to them or editing something of them, are you, I mean, ever negative about like, what the heck are you guys talking yeah. about? He's stupid. He's always like, He's very, you guys are kind. stupid. Whenever what? he says nice no, things, we had a, no, we had a, we had a consultant meeting. This is a true yeah, story. Yeah, get this, get true this. Story. It's one of my favorite inside jokes. We had a consultant meeting, and it was like only I think the second or third time McCall and I, as a team, had met with our consultant. And so we're we're doing the thing where he's we're playing clips of our show, and he's like, "This sucks. That's good. Mostly it sucks." <laughs> yeah, mostly and it sucks. He asked producer Butters. He goes, "What do you think about this?" And producer Butters said very kind things about our show, and we both just turned and looked at him. We said, "What? <laughs> that never happened." Well, I literally told AJ. I said, okay, oh, well, so we got to write this down and put this up on the board so that we can remember it for the future when he says that we suck. <laughs> very I, see, I never say negative things. I just don't say anything when they're Usually doing good. Usually he's just like, eh. Like today, I had to turn up the radio because I was laughing so hard. Oh, I thought he was going to say I had to turn down the radio because they sucked. <laughs> no, he had to turn I down the radio so never say see that. better because he got lost. I can't see. Calm down, Luke Bryan. I'll shake it for you in a minute. I need to find this address. That's how that goes. <laughs> Oh, oh man! <laughs> oh. No, no, these guys are really good. Yeah, I mean, but the I chemistry mean, is great. Do you ever find yourself being like, what the heck "Are we talking no, about I, here?" I find yes. myself thinking that. I also uh, find yeah. myself. I've done that a couple of times. <laughs> so yeah. what did we no. just talk about? We do this once we get off the show oh, every single day. Every thing. single day. It's like we go into this mindset where, okay, this is it. We're working. Get it. And so we go into this mindset that's like, I don't know, some other realm of my brain noggin. And we get to this point, we get done with the show, and AJ's like, what did we talk about in 7 yeah, o'clock hour? I have no idea. And I'm like, what did we talk about at 7? The question is, is are you guys having fun? Yeah. When, yeah. I think we had a meeting, and McCall and I've had a lot of discussions about the... Um, the turn of the new year, actually. Right. I know it's been a four months or so. We kind of felt like the thing, and the holidays were a big part of oh it. Oh, my we had all this gosh. Intern crap that had kind of gone off the rails. And so we kind of tried to come back the other way and have more fun with it. Yep. So, yes. Do you guys ever have, between the three of you, yeah. have fake banter, or is it all real and real? Uh, we fake banter a lot. There are a really? lot of times that I fake banter with producer Butters. Producer Butters will, Butters will say something and it's like, oh my God, I can't believe you like this. And then we like do this random valley <laughs> girl. On the how show. long did oh. it take? The podcast. So how long did it take producer Butters to be able to create that? Because that's not easy. I mean, everybody's like, well, it's fake. It's still not easy to create. Oh, freaking. It's still tank. hard, isn't it? Look. I think with McCall, <laughs> Hi. it was easier. Here's the thing with me. Really? I've been doing I this so. my entire yes. life. Yeah. That fake banter thing. Why? I've been doing it my entire life. Yeah. And so what it was I is I was it. just laughing at her all the time and then it just break yeah. 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 His I think his question was, do you guys do fake banter on podcasts and shows? I don't think he meant between us. Oh yeah. I think sometimes, right? Like know. we we fake banter like my fake banter is like what I just did like that's my kind of fake banter because sure. whenever AJ and I are bantering it's we don't plan it. I think he's asking like do we and I don't think so I think a lot of this there may be a little bit of exaggeration here. Well, it can or there. be on the show of course, or off the show. Right. I mean because you 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 sometimes take yourself from 
oh. outside the building and bring it into the building. I mean, right. whatever uh, it is, the emotion or whatever. Right. I'm, for me, I'm going to say no. I, I'm the type of person, I, I, I talk about this all the time, I think one of my shortcomings is that I wear my emotions on my sleeves. I yes. think I've gotten a lot of b- better about not having, not bringing it onto the show. Right. Um, <laughs> but I would say no. Like, what, here's a, here's another true story about McCall and I. So oh, when we got boy. first paired together, McCall asked me a question. I can't remember which subject it was about. And I responded with, in kind, friends don't talk about religion and politics. And McCall responded in kind, well, that's not going to be the case between the two of us. We're so. talking about it now. What's no, your opinion this on this? <gasps> that was mine. I was like, no, we're, no, we're talking about this. I'm asking you the question. So what do you think? That's just how I am. I don't. I I have to. I We're call McCall, McCall's the universal outlet because I think producer Putters and I are much more Hard. similar in way we operate. <laughs> we don't like McCall. I feel we like don't think the McCall same, but we yeah, space. sure. <laughs> and producer Butters and I can be fine sitting in silence. And um, I'm like, okay, uh, we need to talk because this is boring. Sometimes it's just really awkward. <laughs> and I'm like, we're talking. Come on. I think I used, yeah, I just usually now with producer Butters just try to say something outrageous to make him laugh, and then so other people will hear it. I did it yesterday, but I can't say what I said out loud. No, because it's inappropriate. <laughs> we'll have to tell you when you're older. Oh, I just don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get sued. Thanks, though. <laughs> nice yeah. try, though. Yes, I, I do a, a certain kind of voice, I think, when I go into the, the fake banter. I also do a fake voice. It goes a little something like this. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, I try to include some stupid fake accent into mine. You know, oh, I'm, we I'm, definitely I'm, do I'm that. I'm from India, you know, whatever, <laughs> and it just doesn't go well. Dude, I don't it know just I don't sinks. know where my accent that I come up with comes from sometimes. Well, sometimes we'll be British. I, Wells Fargo. Yeah. No, this this accent Wait, What is this Wells I used to work at Wells Fargo, so I I, oh, I have a, a yeah, so I have a I have a customer service voice that just comes on. Yeah, this is nowhere. how it goes. Hi, welcome. to Yeah, Wells Fargo. usually usually it turns something. It means she's very unhappy. If you ever hear, she's is, very yeah. annoyed. If you ever hear me talking to like a sales rep or something with this customer service voice, it's not a good situation. It's not a good situation because normally, like <laughs> this is my voice, right? This is how I talk. Okay. When it when it comes to like a customer service situation, I don't know. Say something that's gonna make Producer me mad. Producer Butters just losing his mind right now. <laughs> Someone just. Say something. What's, what's hey, going to make gonna, me mad? You're going to do Radio this and you're going to do this for free? Idea. Oh, we're going to do it for free. Oh, <laughs> yes. okay. Uh, so how would you like me to do this for free? Because uh, I'm pretty sure that we need to be making some money off of this. And I don't know how we're going to be a profitable company if we're not making money. Cool, is, it comes you. out of nowhere. The funny thing is, too, actually, McCall's become kind of the mouthpiece for AJ and McCall. Yeah. When we're mad, I'm it's sorry. also McCall. Like, I, th- I, think very, I think I have a very convincing, stern, angry voice. However, McCall's very much become the mouthpiece for us. And I think, I, I unfortunately, I can't take McCall seriously sometimes. And so she'll get mad. And then I just laugh. Even though I completely agree with her, I'm laughing. Is that how fights go with Ashley, too, is when she's just yelling at you and you start laughing? Uh, no, that one is usually the, why are you yelling? And I say, I'm not yelling. This is just my voice. And no, your voice is right. Well, there's a difference between your voice being raised and yelling. Yeah, with with certain, we've been in meetings before and it just comes out of nowhere and producer Butters literally will just put his head down, like, just like down it's done. because he's like, I can't. Mm-mm, nope, we're done. That's it. McCall, nope. Okay. McCall's mad. We're done. But people don't understand it. And for the first little while, producer Butters could hear it and listening with the show especially AJ, could. AJ couldn't hear it AJ I didn't can read McCall though AJ didn't pick it up very quick with my I voice did. I was laughing every time he and so sometimes when we'd be on air he'd say something that would just tick me off and it comes out of nowhere yeah, I just was like, like oh, oh okay uh-huh. yeah that's so, great so give me one of those I gotta hear this from producer Butters give me one of those moments Oh, I don't know. It's been so long ago, though. I know. It's been... AJ would say something, and, and she'd it would be like, just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no. that's great. I love that. Oh, no. And then we would just go about it, and it was something that producer Butters would come in and be like, why were you mad this morning? I'd be like, I was fine. And he'd be like, no, no. no. And then he'd play the audio back, and I'd be like, dang it, you heard that. It's not so much anymore, no, though. No, it's not there anymore. I don't... I With... With AJ, it becomes more of a sarcastic thing with my customer service voice on air. Yeah. We've we've created it <laughs> almost as like a personality for me. So do you use the customer service voice when you're talking to yourself? No. <laughs> no. I think she I ignores use, that. I use profanities <laughs> when I'm talking to myself. Fair enough. Majority of Fair the time. Enough. There are many words that come out. 
<laughs> not customer it's service. Funny wise. to hear those words with the customer service voice. Hmm. Yeah, we've done that before. <laughs> Wait, you have? Yeah, just just within us, within oh, us. Yeah. Where have I been? I don't know. I'll have to show you Lost. later when you're older. Alone. <laughs> Alone. Lilo and Stitch. Finding your new new show. Oh, that's great. Wow, that's pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> I love that movie. Do you talk to yourself in that voice? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> absolutely not. So you there try. you go. So where do you talk to yourself the most? In my car. In the studio. In my car. Yeah, usually I talk to myself in my car when I'm driving home because I've got like a 20, 25 minute drive. So car is a close Music second. on or off though? depends it depends on what i'm doing because like when i went to st george a couple of weeks ago um i spent a lot of time listening to other morning shows to try and figure out how to adapt ours to adjust to get better to steal um (laughs) i also listen to a bunch of music and basically it goes anywhere between country rap classical everything and but not old town road not old town road because that's a garbage song and so then that's how you set her off to a 15 my Gosh, I hate that song. She found a video today she was not happy about. Terrible. I'm so upset. <laughs> anyway, I would do that or I would turn off the radio and I just think. And I just think about things. But I never verbally speak out loud. Mine's never verbal. Oh, mine's mine's always... Sometimes mine is. Mine's always mental. But it's always been like that for me. I've never really like spoken out loud. Like flashback to when I was younger. We're going to get like... Like Gothic McCall? No, we're oh. seen kid. No, not seen kid McCall. <gasps> we're we're. Did you just break my keys? We're <laughs> we're going to <laughs> almost favorite inside joke. <laughs> <gasps> what? Nothing. I was just gasping. I hate that. Uh, we're going to a place like Flash way 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 back. Um, back when I used to be like very religious. Like I wouldn't ever pray out loud. Like I never. I've never like spoken out loud because I just don't like I, I everything has always been a very like it's always been mental in my head not speaking out loud I think I had a teacher when I was in sixth or seventh grade that used to speak to himself and he used to mutter and he would walk and blah, 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 and like you could literally tell Mr. Nelson is in a focused zone he is walking down the hall muttering to himself and he would always walk like head down shoulders like up ish, and he just. Blah, 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 and Do you ever find me doing hands that? Into it. What? Do you ever find me doing that? No. But he'd get his hands into it, and it's weird that you moved your glasses like that because that's how he used to wear his glasses, so that was really weird. But he'd mutter and move his hands and stuff, and I think ever since that moment, I'm like, I'm not going to talk to myself ever. Ever. Does that I make do. Sense? I'll think of things internally and then I'll out sometimes verbally answer the question or say the thought out loud and usually, then I'll continue the conversation. Usually I'll verbalize when I'm like, oh no, don't drop that. <laughs> yeah, that's about <laughs> it. Yeah, see, I do it mostly at home and usually if there's nobody around, I usually verbalize. So when I took my driving test, I told the you know, teacher or whatever it is, I said, hey, I'm going to talk to myself through this whole thing. Don't talk back to me. <laughs> just shut up and let me do this thing so i would and so i one of them i, I kind of messed up on wasn't huge but i kind of messed up and i was just cussing at myself for like the next like two minutes just yelling at myself for making this mistake and he's finally like are you okay i said don't talk to me <laughs> let me do this and that's how aj passed his driver's test and then i passed my test like, he's uh, like hey, uh, you yeah you're a pass which was the hardest part of the test i aced it and he was so like, for the people really that impressive. talk to themselves out loud do you ever because like, Ashley and I do this all the time because Ashley, despite her denials, is also as deaf as I am. But she'll hear me. She'll go, what? And I'll be like, I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> it happens all the time. I'll speak to myself. And, then just, she'll, and it's not out loud. Like it's, it's not muttering, but it's not really conversation <laughs> level because I'm just talking to myself. And then she'll go, what? I, was like, I wasn't talking to you. Don't worry about it. Yeah, I try to make sure there's like nobody around. But how often does that work for you, producer Butters? Is there? I mean, there's always someone in this, you know, in this building that's like, wait, in the building, in the building. Yeah, you're right. But some people wear headphones. Yeah, uh, where I sit, and so they really can't hear me anyways. So just people that be walking by, and they, they wouldn't. I don't know. I guess they don't know that I'm talking to myself, or maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe they think I'm crazy. I think you're crazy. 
Yeah, I'm crazy. Crazy like a fox. What does that even mean? What in the world? That's my favorite role on the station. I use w big words and McCall doesn't understand what I'm saying. You yeah. do use big words. I remember sitting at lunch with you one time and we were having a conversation. He always, there were three or four words. I, I went back to the studio and Googled it. I'm telling you, <laughs> like, he talks. You do that all the says, time on air too. He says fancy words and I always, I've used it as a point of... What? Like, yeah, a point of like, okay, explain That's this. That's kind of where the Wells Fargo comes out. What? I'm sorry, what did you just say? Like, he said ipso facto the other day, and I think That's I... That's saying, it's not even a fancy Yeah, well, word. he said ipso facto, and I just responded with tipso tacto. <laughs> really quick, and off tangent, but going back to talk to yourself, do you ever have like a voice in your head that talks back to you while you're having this conversation? Uh, No. Really? Like I a do. Different sound I have like a, I, I have a conversation with somebody else Hello, in my head. RJ. Where it's I think a little bit more seductive than that. But Hello, RJ. That's better. <laughs> so no, my voice is my internal monologue is still my voice. Really? Yeah. 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 I always have another voice just like talking back to me. And I'm I don't have anybody talking back to me in my own brain. Maybe you need to go check that out. <laughs> I'm successful in life. I think I'm doing just fine. You are doing just fine. Thank you. Yes, keep telling yourself. That. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> this is what I got licensed for. that make for. you feel? You're not successful till you drive a sob. Oh gosh, that's what we learned this morning. Freak dang. Another big word? No, that's a car. That's no, a car. Well, it's four letters. S A A B. Well, welcome to America, RJ. This isn't India anymore. Well, I don't blame you. They don't sell. They don't sell sobs oh, here. God. Oh, they weren't made in India. No, isn't sobs like UK? I don't even know. The guy that wait, what is a sob? A sob. sob. Mm -hmm. The story goes. I think it's Italian. The story goes something along these lines. I was working at a pizza place, and the kid that was working World. there, it looked the <laughs> sob itself looked like a like a Volkswagen, like a Jetta. And so I asked him if he liked his car because I've been thinking about getting a Volkswagen, and he literally gasped and just went, "How dare you!" And I <laughs> so said, "What?" And he said, "That's a sob." And I was like, "Oh, sorry, sob. it looks like a." looks like a Volkswagen Jetta. And he's like, well, maybe to the untrained eye, but anybody that's anybody it knows like what a, a sob is. It POS. Right. So it's, right. Uh, it's from Sweden, but uh, General Motors has a 50% ownership in it. Oh. It's from Sweden. I was going to say, I thought it was part of... Well, that's a problem right there is General Motors has a... No, Jetta. how dare you? That, that looks like my car just sob. Yeah, it looks like your car just to sob. Yeah. Holy crap, you're See, doing pretty like, well for yourself than producer butters. It looks pretty dang a, close, a like the old one. Sob. So the basically, old one looks just, like a Volkswagen it's just a Jetta. GM. It looks nice. Yeah. Anyway, that was that was the tangent from there. Yeah. Sob controls our inner monologue. Was the whole point of that. <laughs> you do use big words though. Do you? Hey, when you talk to yourself, do you use big words? Are yeah. you just like trying to be smart and intelligent no, with your own brain? He is smart and intelligent. I converse with myself the same way. I, I think I have a very large so palate when it comes to my vocabulary. Or do you ever like talk <laughs> to Dictionary of words. What <laughs> the hell? He has a dictionary of words. No, yeah, when you talk to Ashley, you use big words and she's like, what you just said. Yeah. I mean, yeah. she's incredibly smart too. So yeah. Yeah, The problem do. is you don't want to make your listeners feel dumb. Yeah. Which is why I always respond with something stupid. I feel like I don't stupid. use all that complicated. I mean, there's been plenty of times I've used things wrong. I can't remember what the one was that people got mad. So many people sent a message because I used it wrong. It was a phrase, and I can't remember what yeah, it was. Yeah, I did something similar. I said explicative. Explicative. And so I got, I got like, like a bunch of stuff on social media from people. Like, you don't know how to say, you know, whatever. Yeah. What is it? Expletive? Is that what it is? I don't, it, there was yeah. one that I used. Uh, yeah, I just uh, go bleep. <laughs> there's one that I there's a phrase that I used and it was completely incorrect a bunch of people sent me messages but I I'm, as far as I know we've never gotten messages about people not understanding what I'm saying at least as far as you know as far as I know I just, maybe producer butters keeps them and I always just respond with something like what like what <laughs> I'm sorry what word did you just say I don't understand that and I always respond usually sarcastically but at the same time I'm like I literally don't know what you're talking about so yeah. I, Can you explain, a, please? There's been a few times where I was like, I don't know what he's talking about either. <laughs> <laughs> so you both tune him out? No, I literally ask him, what? I don't know what you're saying. Say that word See, again. See, I don't think he heard you the one time because he just ignored you. <laughs> yeah. Like, whatever. Sometimes. See, I'll use like, I'll try to use big words on our show and then Eric will just sit there and laugh at me. And then he'll be like, and same thing as McCall. What did you just say? And he'll be like, wait, 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 what were you trying to mean? Well, I was trying to mean this. What's the word? And Eric will just sit there and laugh. Right. 
I don't try to do it on purpose. It's not like I like. Yes, set you up, do. Set out with the intention yes. of using this big word. You're a very just, condescending that's person. How, at least that's how my vocabulary is. Hey, AJ, what? <laughs> I my favorite's when he answers the phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, AJ, come we on, got, dude. We got want? toe for toe on that one a couple of times. You're one of those guys who leaves a voicemail and doesn't say thanks at the end of the phone call, do you? You're supposed to say thanks at the end of the phone call? Yeah. I don't know. I Nobody always, I has always say thanks. I don't ever leave tip, a voicemail. I mean, you say we should yeah. all tip. I'm sure you do. Yeah. Now, AJ, on the other hand, probably just hangs up. All right. No. Talk to you yeah. Later. Call me back. Very polite. Yeah. I say he please ends, and thank you He ends with lot. yeah and starts with yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, whenever he picks up the phone, it's always yeah. Yeah. I know who's calling. You can still be nice to him. That's what I said. Okay, there's I'm, somebody else in this building that answers every time. You know that you know that I'm calling them. Hello, this is uh, this so and so. Like you know who it is. You don't have to tell me. I know who I'm calling. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, I, sorry. Would you rather have that or? Yeah, probably the yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, yeah, because really? then it's the like more formal. You, you what do I say? Put on me is not how I go. Yeah. How do I answer the it's phone? No, very... usually when you answer the phone for me, it's like, yeah. McCall, you're calling because you need something. <laughs> He's not wrong. Well. What do I say? What do you want? Hello. <laughs> I do that when my wife calls. Like what? Like what? That's what I do. Too. I don't have time. What? what do you need. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm trying to get to the point. I'm you're in, you're I'm say hello. I don't, inconveniencing me. I'm being thanks, efficient. Bye. I'm being efficient. Dustin always just, answers hello, so I guess I'm grateful for that. Just answer what? You're also being an explicative, AJ. <laughs> A bleep. Bleep. <laughs> uh, yes. Yes, I am. Oh, man. There's a lot of... Like, internal monologue took us so many weird places in this yes, podcast. It, did. it was cool. Thank you, uh, AJ, for jumping in on this hey, one. My pleasure. Thanks for having it was me. A nice, nice change of pace. Producer yes, Butters as well. Yep. <laughs> this has been AJ and McCaw. Drop the mic on talking to yourself. Bye.